You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Any friends, etc., spending more than 30 minutes at the dwelling will need to pay rent. It's a room of one's own with Auckland Renters Advocate Celine on 95 BFM. Morena Celine. Good morning. A little bit earlier than we normally have you, and it's nice to see you uh, in the studio. Hopefully I'm sufficiently awake. No, yep. I am, I am. I, I feel like we will be by the time we've waded through some of these questions from <laughs> yeah, the listeners. Thanks very much to everyone who's texted us or messaged us with a question over the last couple of days. We try our best to uh, pick the ones that have the most kind of key themes that we see coming through at the moment. Uh, we've got somebody who's not renewing their lease. They said they're moving out in three weeks. Our property manager keeps trying to organise viewings and take pictures for listings, but it's feeling really intrusive and very inconvenient. Are we allowed to refuse until we move out and then just let them do whatever they want? What can we do? Unfortunately, how we set up a lot of this about mutual responsibility, you can't really refuse outright. So they do need to get your permission to do that. So the tenants need to give permission. Um, You can't unreasonably withhold it basically so that would probably be like no for three weeks absolutely not you would have to find some times that could work but you can set conditions that you think are reasonable um again trying to protect your right to quiet enjoyment Mm. so for your last final three weeks you still have a right to that so hopefully you could say maybe this day of the week we can have that happening or these times Mm. of day but I would set some conditions and then they can do whatever they want when you're gone as you say but you do need to show that you're I guess being flexible to letting that happen but you can set the terms with with a kind of similar situation that I know we've had texts about in the past if they're selling the house and you're not necessarily leaving you're sticking around but they need to come in and take photos does it kind of the same deal what's the rules around that yeah my understanding is it's basically the same that you can't kind of point blank say no you're trying to be flexible it's all kind of set in this thing where they say you know a tenant and landlord can work out what's reasonable between them which puts you in a tricky position Mm. you don't have much choice there but Mm. hopefully if you go in with good faith and kind of say these are our terms these are the times that suit us and you try and be you try and show that you're making an effort, hopefully it goes both ways. Yeah, totally. But just keep records of all of that as well, for sure. When it comes to personal items in your house, what's the rule, like, what's the kind of rule of thumb for how much they can take in their photos? Obviously, you can't move your bed and stuff out of your room in time for a picture, but... Yeah, no, I'm not totally sure about that either, actually. And they're not meant to be showing personal items, but again, it's kind of that idea that you can hide them, but... Whether that's that plausible, mm. um, again, mm. is a little bit of a tricky one. Drape a piece of fabric over, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a whole chest of drawers yeah, or something. Exactly. Yeah, so that I'm, I can check on that one. I'm not totally sure. But I know the Privacy Commission is very interested in what's happening in this space. So they've been doing some ongoing work there. Totally. Uh, I guess you could also talk to Tenants Protection Association, Tenancy Services even as well, and just get a bit of a, a gauge on what's normal in terms of those photos. Yeah, absolutely. If you think anything's strange there, I would have a little look up there or call um, more of a particular advocate as well. Nice. Yeah. What else have we got here, Stella? Someone's asked, do you have any advice for someone uh, for who to use as a reference if you're going straight from moving out of home into a flat and they say they obviously haven't had a landlord before? Yeah, this is a um, great question for this time of year, thinking about people moving out for the first time. Uh, If you're in a group of people moving into a flat, you might have a friend that has been in a flatting situation before. That's always good to have a uh, kind of previous landlord. 
But of course, that's not possible and for everyone, and they understand that that has to start somewhere. So some kind of character reference, I'm sure, is fine from an employer, um, someone you've worked for. It doesn't necessarily have to say that you know you kept your house tidy, but if you've been at work, you've been doing these things well in those spaces as well, I'm sure that can transfer over as a reference. What about like a lecturer at university or something? Do you reckon that would be a character reference? I'm sure a character re- reference could really come from anyone. If you're not having a previous landlord reference then I would go for any kind of character reference I'm sure that would carry weight as well. What do you do if you have a bad relationship with your previous landlord and you need a reference for your new flat because that's Mm. another one we've seen a few texts about over the last week. Yeah I feel like that is a tricky one if you can use an older landlord as a reference that could be good but then that can look a bit um, difficult if there's a there's a break if you've been on a uh, tenancy agreement with someone else as the lead tenant you could get a reference from them Mm -hmm. that you've been their flatmate and you've done that really well so there might be different ways to um go about that process but i don't have a great (laughs) great advice it's something i should look up i think about a bit more as well it's a hard one that one hard one yeah because you know there's a myriad reasons why you might have a bad relationship with the landlord. A lot of them might not be your fault. So Absolutely. And I think often if you are finding a flat, and we, we know that's really hard, but hopefully if you're looking for one where it seems like the property manager or the landlord is a rational being, <laughs> they will understand those concerns as well if you explain yep. the circumstance. Absolutely. Uh, we've got another one here from someone who says, when applying for flats, is it allowed... Are they allowed to ask for proof of a regular salary or wage? I presume they is the landlord here. I've come across a couple of applications um, that ask for pay slips and it feels weird. Yeah, it does. It does feel weird. So the Privacy Commission did a bunch of work um, on this. Also, I think, well, I heard about it through um, Geordie Rogers uh, to do with Renters United. And they've done some good work in this space. So I would look up the kind of to do how it relates to the Privacy Act. There's Mm. particular things they can and cannot ask you. So anything to do with political orientation, your relationships, etc., that is private information that is not related to you as a tenant at all. Unfortunately, there are cases in which to see if you can pay rent, as it said, they do ask for proof of income. But from how I understand it, that's not something that can be asked at the beginning of the process. So everyone applying for a flat, um, if one flat is in high demand, they can't ask all of you for proof of income. It's Mm. when you get down the line to like maybe two preferred candidates. Yeah. That's when that kind of information becomes more relevant. So if you're like putting in an application with the 50 other people waiting at that flat viewing they shouldn't be having to ask for that. And if they are, then I would be following up with the Privacy Commission, just letting them know it's happening Mm. because these things are kind of really common practice, but they're not not really legal. Oh, God. Classic, I know. Another day in paradise. (laughs) And a text from someone just now said they had a real estate agent sweep all their flatmates' belongings from her dresser into her undies drawer and then (laughs) use their 50S speaker cone as a bowl. Oh, oh no, yeah, that's you, just dreadful. You don't want <laughs> someone using your personal belongings to stage a property. <laughs> Leave that stuff alone. Oh, look at this beautiful fruit bowl. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, I'm so sorry. Enraging. Thank you to everyone who's texted questions in or messaged us over the last couple of days. We really appreciate it. Uh, thanks to you, Celine. We will see you in a fortnight. We will have Justine in next week talking union rights, and uh, we will continue this handshake of solidarity uh, because it's hard out here, and we're trying our best. We are, we are. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon.
A plague on both your investment houses. That was A Room of One's Own with Auckland Renters Advocate, Celine. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.